0: Welcome back to the Growing Lean Podcast, sponsored by Lean Discovery Group. This is your host, Dylan Burke, also known as Deej. I'm very happy to be here with Murat Ozturan, founder and CTO of Nisha's Technology. Welcome, Murat. Hi. Very nice to see you, Dylan. Good to have you on. Um, To to get us started, can you tell us a little bit about your history and background and how you ended up in the business you're in today?
1: Sure. Um, I've been always excited about the uh, technology and uh, uh, computers. Uh, and um, it, we, I started with the uh, computer science degree, I did it in the United States, um, but I've been uh, lucky enough to be, have a very uh, international education. Uh, I did my high school in England uh, and I did a French uh, high school uh, junior high uh, in Turkey which I'm from uh, I'm from there um, then uh, after college uh, I found a job in Renault uh, the car company in Paris and I was one of their IT people and uh, I was lucky enough to work in uh, office automation department which also uh, I was part of the uh, their Formula One team so I was I was lucky enough to be in the back pit of the Formula One team. Uh, and and uh, basically what we did, we sent data that they collected during the training and the uh, uh, qualifier time to send it to the uh, uh, mainframe. And it calculated optimizations and bring back the results. And I was responsible for that uh, communication layer. Um, so it was a very interesting uh, period of time. Then uh, I moved into financial services. I worked for a large bank in Turkey. I actually run a, a, a gravel mine, which is a query uh, as well, which is a uh, much more physical work that uh, I've done uh, due to my uh, family, uh, my dad being uh, sick and, and, and I had to take over his business. Uh, but after that, uh, Microsoft uh, arrived to Turkey as a regional office and I was uh, one of their first hires. Uh, I spoke French, English and, and Turkish uh, in technical uh, language. And that really helped me to support uh, French-speaking African countries and uh, English-speaking uh, countries plus the Turkey itself. Um, I moved to uh, South Africa after a couple of years. I lived five years in there. And um, and um, then I moved uh, to back to Middle East and Africa uh move uh to united states uh afterwards um and uh while i'm in the united states i moved to Singapore for two years so when you look at the, my career i've been all around the world except latin america so that's kind of the uh place i haven't been i've been always a technology guy uh i'm a gig at heart but uh, my technology is it's it's uh very important to be able to do something with it. Uh, So I'm geek, I enjoy talking technology, I enjoy uh, understanding technology, but one of the best lessons I learned when I work in Renault, uh, when they hired me, uh, they took me to, uh, um, uh, the first week I was there, I started to work and the second day, they said, you need to go to this address. I go, where is this? And they said, it's the factory. And I go, why? I'm an IT person. Why am I going to the factory? They said, Well, you need to understand that uh, uh, we do cars here, and whatever you do in this company should be faster, uh, quicker, you know, um, cheaper, safer cars. Uh, otherwise, uh, we don't we, we don't care what you do. Okay. Uh, those are the main things. And I learned a lot uh, by putting tires in the factory floor and understand that this is what they were doing it. You know, they were doing the uh, um, car manufacturing and that's what they care about. And they didn't hire me because I was very good in IT and technology. They want me to bring that technology into their business and solve the problems. Um, so that was a big learning moment for me. So all through my career, uh, I was very detailed and I was very uh, made an effort to understand the business and business needs. And um, I work approximately 29 years in Microsoft. And last year I left and uh, I decided to open up uh, my own company, Nishis Tech. Uh, then uh, I'm supporting and advising some startups in different areas. And I'm doing some speeches like this and talking uh, in there. Um one of the most important things as a, as a technology person is try to understand what the customers and, and the uh, business people wants to do. Uh, what is the opportunity and what is the problem that they're trying to solve? Uh, quite a lot of time, I wasn't the most popular person within the sales team in Microsoft because I would listen to the uh, uh, to the person, a CEO or a CIO of a bank or a, a, a insurance company or a hospital. And they would explain me their problem. They said, you know, I cannot track my, uh, um, uh, I cannot track my customers. I cannot track my patients. I am, I wanna cross sell uh, insurance to my uh, uh, banking uh, customers. Whatever the opportunity is, and they will say, what do I need to buy? And I will say, after looking their account, I'm like, probably nothing. Uh, you just need to start using this technologies properly. And um, so uh, it's very important to be able to understand what they're trying to achieve. Okay. Then start putting the technology to it. Uh, I was proud to uh, make presentations within Microsoft for uh, uh, keynote speeches which didn't mention one single product uh, of Microsoft producers and and um, and I feel same way with all the technologies that uh, exist today you know it's it's irrelevant you know uh, there's always a buzzword of the week you know today is generative ai you know everybody talks about generative ai uh, if you say generative ai in your in your uh, posting people read what what's happening there okay but is really irrelevant what kind of ai or data analytics or you just need a data scientist to drill down into into do uh um your uh, uh your uh reason why you want this technology to exist okay so um, it's very important to be able to clear what's the problem what's the opportunity for that business then find the right technology for it and that could be no technology and there's been cases you know they have you know uh, uh, i met with a customer they said well uh, we have like 10 customers and we are following on this uh thing and i'm like well, the the systems that I'm suggesting is it's you know it's great for millions of users or thousands of users, but like for ten users, let's see, do something much more simpler. You know what can we do for you? Um, so um, that is the kind of the discussions that uh, uh, I do have with the um, uh, same thing goes with the startups. You know startups quite a lot of times trying to solve a business problem. And it needs to be very clear what are they trying to solve, then decide what technology they need to do it with, okay? Um, quite a lot of times, um, people just find the technology and try to fit a problem to it. And that backward thinking quite a lot of times uh, results in a, in a very sad situation that all the efforts is been wasted uh, because they are trying to uh, fit the problem into the technology
0: itself. Okay, amazing. Well, you've had a crazy uh busy background. I love that. And yes. you're pretty much a citizen of the world. I'm actually from South Africa. I'm in South Africa right now.
1: Oh, um, I love I love South Africa. I had a great time in in Johannesburg for 5 years. So, uh 1995 to 2000 I was
0: there. Okay, amazing. Well, I'm sure it's changed quite a bit. Um but, Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but I'm also like very intrigued at your your experiences with Reynolds and Microsoft. Um, those are obviously two really big names globally. Mm-hmm. Um, can I ask what what was the reason you, unless it's too personal, but what was the reason you decided to leave Microsoft and start your own business? Because yeah. obviously you're, you're there for 26 years. Um, I'm sure you worked your way quite high up. So what, what was the reason for leaving?
1: Oh, 29 years. And I was a CTO in for Asia Time Zone, which is all the, uh, um, uh, from anything from uh, uh, India to uh, China to Japan and Australia and New Zealand as well, and Z in there. Um, no, I, I, I really enjoyed it, and I still enjoyed, you know, uh, talking about different uh, Microsoft technologies. But I do believe that I, accumulated a lot of experiences internationally and also technology perspective. And one of the things that I really like to do is not only specialize in one technology like Microsoft only, uh, I've been following things like Oracle and Google and, and Amazon AWS, what are they doing? Uh, and I was lucky enough to be in the um, early days of the cloud. Uh, we released one of the, I mean, I was a GP one of the um, first Microsoft business uh, solution, which is dynamic CRM. Um, and that knowledge, I do believe that is needed quite a lot uh, around the world, a um, lot of companies and a lot of uh, different startups, and uh, even larger companies who need somebody who likes to see it from different point of view, uh, just from business perspective. I mean, um, that is the the, the biggest uh, challenge. and understanding the end users and understanding the changing of end users is very important. And uh, I start to explain to people that they should never get comfortable in their business um, when they are ahead or uh, when they have no competition. Uh, Quite a lot of times, I mean, um, a lot of taxi companies felt that they have no competition because they got the license from a, a city and they, uh, they were like, we have no competition. We are here. We both licenses for our taxis. And, uh, but they ignored completely what end users wanted. End users wanted to be able to book something very quickly and be able to see and comment. And there's no reason why uh, uh, you know, Uber and Lyft exist if the uh, taxi companies implemented technology much earlier and, 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 and created this environment. Okay. Uh, same thing with, uh, you know, a uh, lot of different things that we are, we are seeing it there, Airbnb and all the other stuff. Like what, why is this became suddenly important because they ignored the end users. And one of the things that, like, for example, um, I get a chance to meet with a lot of central banks of different countries, you know, uh, all around Asia, United States, Latin America, etc And, uh, central banks when i when i talked about it like this is what you should be doing it and etc they go up. we have no competition we are the central bank of this country you know well crypto is here like it or not you know one way or another you need to answer the challenge and the uh the appeal of uh cryptocurrency you know you need to understand what's happening uh maybe you know you can strong arm uh, people not to use it because you have the governmental, uh, you know, laws and legalities, et cetera. But still, that means there's a competition out there, and 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 they're gonna do it. So uh, no business is it's uh, immune from this competition, and how fast the new companies can come to here and quickly become uh, very strong in there.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, so you're saying that you, you like to go and find problems that haven't occurred yet and advise based yes. on that. And I love that. You're basically pursuing... And help people who
1: identify those to be able to solve technology-wise. You know, what can we do to help them solve those problems? You know, mm-hmm. uh, so that's why uh, the startups excites me a lot. And number one thing that I ask people is like, What's the business problem? What are you trying to solve? Uh, why why is this a challenge? Um, why can't you do it like uh, why can't somebody else do it? you know and um, that becomes a quite interesting
0: discussion. yeah, hundred percent. And what is your overall strategy for your business? Um, I know it's quite new, but what what is yeah. your strategy for growing your business and your current strategy? Uh, at the
1: moment, I want to grow it as a as a mentorship and 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 uh, helping the uh, startups and and the large organizations as a as a consultancy and be able to land uh, several wins with them. So uh, I'm working with uh, several of them. Uh, some are listed on my LinkedIn profile. Some of them are not. Um, Due to several reasons, I mean, there's a lot of IP, and 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 there's reasons that they would like to keep it uh, quiet until they go public, you know, uh, and 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 um, so uh, what I do is um, I want to be able to create a mentorship and 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 a, a, a knowledge sharing environment to be able to bring the experiences that I had. I had an international uh, background. Quite a lot of people didn't have the experiences to be exposed to such a different markets as I've been, and and uh, that's what I would like to bring it and 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 create a, a organization which really makes these things available for them. Uh, I'm not belie- you know I'm not a big believer of uh, you know uh, just uh, niche areas, but even my company's name is Niche Stack. Is, is uh those niches should become a uh, commodity uh, very quickly and and afterwards it will become uh, um uh, and or job as the owner of the companies etc create and understand and um look at the new niches and 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 uh, look up to that area you know i said generative ai is the buzzword of the week um of course, I do think quite a lot about Generative AI. I'm very excited, and I'm thinking of how is it going to change the way the consumers and the clients and the companies are going to start uh, um, doing their business uh, with these technologies coming up. So I feel like I should be in, in a kind of a futurist who's uh, uh, looking at you know, 15, 20 years down the line and try to figure out, like, what are the areas that's going to be really changed with this? One
0: hundred percent, amazing. Um, and I'm sure if you could predict it all, you'd, you'd be a multi-billionaire. <laughs> Maybe you will <laughs> be with these startups. <laughs> um, oh yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, um, it's it's one of those things that I am I am a, I, I'm excited about technology. If I can solve problems with technology, that excites me. You know. And and uh, more, I saw. I got more excited about it. You know, um, making money with it. Obviously, I mean, this is uh, this is where most of us are in. Uh, I'm glad to be able to do something that I'm excited and I'm I'm enjoying it. And I recommend everybody to do the same thing. And 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 um, so uh,
0: you know, if we, we if we get a couple of billions, why not? 100 <laughs> percent and for your clients um that you're advising do they do they pay you as like a consultant or do they g- give you shares or how does it work uh
1: it depends it depends i have certain uh uh clients who are just paying me as a consultant and hourly basis you know it's uh, uh simple um the other ones i i take some shares and i don't take any compensation if they succeed, I'll succeed with them. If they don't succeed, then I'll, you know, uh, uh, that's what uh, um, I do. So there's a lot of ranges of uh, different kind of uh, agreements within the uh, with the companies. Um, you know, obviously it's 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 important to be able to uh, maintain the company and grow it. So it needs to be certain compensation and uh depending on the uh the company and 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 the type of business they are and the stage of the business you know Um uh, i mean i'm talking with people like we don't even know what company we're gonna build and and we're just discussing at the moment it's just not even a, a a a real thing and then i'm 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 working with uh uh um like security startup in in uh coming out and they're going to be very, uh, strong, uh, and they have a competition, existing competition within the, uh, U S market. And, 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 uh, we are thinking about
0: different things in there.
1: There, I talk about, you know, uh, being able to have shares, etc.
0: Okay. Well, wow. um, I'm super excited for you. Where, do, where do you okay. see yourself in your business heading in the next, let's say five years?
1: Um, I mean, I love, Uh, talking and and giving speeches, etc. But I don't like to be the uh, um, uh, kind of the uh, spotlight person uh, for any company. I would like to be much more uh, uh, assisting and making other people and their ideas uh, successful. So I see myself uh, doing much more uh, mentoring and consultancy to uh, different companies. And, and and growing my business with uh, finding people uh, and growing people uh, uh, into um, this type of approach and 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 consultancy
0: okay that that's awesome. Um, I'm glad you you know what you want and and you're heading towards it that, that's really cool yeah. and um, so we, we're running out of time a bit but before we go is there any piece of advice that you'd like to give to business owners looking to succeed? in your industry and business owners in general, looking to succeed? Yeah.
1: I would like to give like two advice. Business owners, understand your end users, understand your customers, okay? That is the number one thing is required. I don't think they should be worried about trying to understand the technology. Uh, Let uh, other people who specialize on that to do that, okay? Uh, It's very important that, you know, Taxi company owners didn't need to understand internet technology. They just needed to understand what the customers are complaining about, which not being able to find a taxi, you know, uh, and, and that was the, the, the key. If they would come up with that, uh, technology is easy to find a solution, uh, for it. Okay. Um, so, uh, it is very, very important to be able to, uh, um, Identified what is the business challenge, what is the business opportunity. You know, um, one of the great examples I love. Uh, I don't know you are young enough, but uh, some of your audience might know Encyclopaedia Britannica. Uh, you know, that was one of the biggest encyclopaedia. Microsoft went three times to them and say, "Let us put technology." And, and put it an online version, a CD version of Encyclopedia Britannica. They laughed and they said, no, we are not interested. We have 2000 people, researchers writing articles for us. We really don't need it. We are the number one in the world for Encyclopedia. Well, unfortunately, that company doesn't exist anymore. Okay. And I, I'm I'm a witness that Microsoft went three times and tell them, hey, Let's just put your Encyclopedia into an online format and uh, let's make you uh, relevant. It didn't work out, okay? So it's not the technology people is going to bring is it's, it's actually the business people needs to understand uh, 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 the the business that they're in, the customers and the challenges that they're seeing. It. Um, let the technology people do the technology part. You know, uh, I see a lot of uh, business people are wasting their time trying to understand what this, you know, technologies means. It's really the buzzword of the day is irrelevant, you know, because um, you could be doing certain things that you are looking for much simpler than generative AI, Uh, uh, you know. um, And um, so that's the important part. And uh, that is uh, what I see to business owners. Technology people, I give them an advice that they spend at least 20% of uh, their uh, time uh, to learn new stuff. Um, the the it's it's this time the technology is changing so fast that you need to be really able to keep it up. Um, same thing, same business because technology drives certain businesses. And um, so business people need to learn what is their business and customers and clients, etc., are really doing.
0: hundred percent. Thank you so much, Murat. That was that was great. I'm sure the audience appreciate you as well. Um, yeah. Before we pop off, what is the best way for people to reach out to or get in touch with Murat Ozteran? If you have any offers for them or if they just want to follow your story?
1: Yeah, Murat at niches.com is my email, but uh, LinkedIn Murat Osturan, Ozturan O Z T U R A N is a very easy way to to uh, go up there. And um, LinkedIn, I would I would say that the, uh, I'm I'm there every day at least uh, at the beginning of the day to see what are the messages and what are the areas, and I'm looking forward. And your business cannot be too small or uh, too complex or too simple. Um, to think about technology perspective. And I'm I'm looking forward to hearing uh, what are the challenges or opportunities that you are facing.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much again. I, I've really appreciated your time and insights.
1: Thank you very much. The-